You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn track and field and cross-country news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I'm here with my sometimes awesome co-host, Kyle. I'll take sometimes, that's fair. I have no qualms with that. Not too, not too gold digging or whatever you call it, brown nosing, and not too like I don't even care about you. Just, just right exactly. in the middle. I'll take it. It's, it's you, I mean, it's an accurate description. Took you all season to learn how to describe <laughs> me, but now we're here. All right. Well, so we're here discussing the NCAA championships. Took place in Eugene, Oregon, at Hayward Field, June 9th through the twelfth. Four days of track and field championships, which was like heaven on earth for you. Yes. I don't know why, but it's uh, so exciting. How can you not love it? Was it was exciting. And to have all of these Auburn athletes there. I mean, this is the first time since I've done this show in all 25 years that I've been doing this show that we've had this many Auburn athletes. I will be honest with everybody that Jessica sent me a text that shows you her level of commitment to this. She said, just so you know, I will be in front of the TV at da 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 when, when these events were happening for these Auburn players. So don't talk to me. You can be there with me, but I'm watching these things. That's so. true. You were very committed to this. I, I was committed. It's like, so not, there are not a lot of collegiate track and field ath- uh, athletes events on TV. Sometimes they'll do like a one hour highlight reel. Yeah. I don't care about the highlights. I want to see it live. I want to make, you know, assumptions for myself and watch people come out of the blocks. I don't want to hear what the announcers have to say. I don't care. I want to see it myself. This time we could see it for ourselves. I think that is a good point because a lot of people don't appreciate as much watching the highlights and stuff on there but like if you go to a track and field meet it's actually a lot more fun because there is constantly something going on exactly on the field or on the track it's and a good rotation of stuff that's right and what the announcers and the editors think is a highlight may not be what i want to see highlighted right. maybe i want to see somebody from arkansas fall on their face maybe <laughs> i want to see some alabama girl get third and auburn get second like you know, I don't know that their highlights are the same as my highlights. Were those thin, uh, thinly veiled, you know, shots at Arkansas and Alabama? Potentially. Potentially. Because <laughs> they both had a lot of athletes at these NCAAs. Not bitter whatsoever, are you? Nope. <laughs> it's fine. I do think that the track that they were at was pretty cool, Hayward Field. Hayward Field, it is. It's, you know, Hayward Field is home to one of my favorite athletes, Steve Prefontaine. You don't know who Prefontaine is. I'm sorry, but you need to go look him up. Then go watch Chariots of Fire because it will change your life. It looks like an Olympic stadium, and it's and it's it's not built around their football stadium. It's just solely track it and is field. It's a track, and you know, fun fact: currently the Olympic trials for track and field are being held there. I know it's and so now like it's weird because I watched this for a week for college athletes, and I'm like, oh, it's just a really really nice college stadium. No, 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 no. no. Olympic level. Did. You, is that thing that they have in the background like supposed to be a torch kind of like? Thing? I would assume so. That's what they look like. Maybe shape. maybe it's like they're hey we host the Olympic trials here. I have no idea. And I think it's been either brand it's either brand new or newly renovated or something like that. I, I thought I heard that being discussed on the TV. I don't know. Maybe something I didn't like hear that, that, but it looked brand spanking new and it was pretty awesome. And yeah. I'm just thankful that we had more Auburn athletes to talk about this than ever. Exactly. So this time we actually have 11 athletes to talk about that went to the NCAAs. So you want to just go ahead and let's get started? Yes. I will take Joyce Camelli. Of course you will. Because she's, well, her and Kylie, those are my girls. You know, I got got to talk about them. Okay. Joyce Camelli competed in two events, our only dual event athlete for Auburn. 
a 3,000 meter steeplechase and the 5,000 meter. We watched both of these happen live. And boy, let me tell you, that 3,000 meter steeplechase was intense. The finals. The finals, excuse me. Because remember, she had to compete in the prelims too. Let me do that before we start talking about it. I guess I should follow your notes here and talk about that. Why do I do the notes if you don't follow 3,000 meter steeplechase prelims. She ran the seventh fastest collegiate 3,000 meter ever broke her own school record in the prelims alone, won her heat with a time of 9 minutes, 35.57 seconds. Now to the finals. She ran the second fastest time ever at the NCAA indoors in what outdoors, was, outdoors. excuse me, outdoors in what was close, the closest finish ever. So unfortunately, she did get silver with a time of 9 minutes, 31.84 seconds, but my goodness... So, wow, what a race. First of all, so remember, she broke her own school record in the prelims. Then she rebroke that record in the finals. Right. So she broke her own record two times within one weekend. And then she ran the second fastest time ever at the NCAAs outdoors. So the frustrating, let me, let me just paint this picture for everybody here. Paint it. She was in the lead basically the entire the time. The entire race for 2,900 meters. She was ahead. And I think it was the BYU girl that thought everybody thought was going to beat her. Yes, the BYU girl was seated to win. And she actually kind of faded back towards the last stretch there. Yeah. But all of a sudden, you see the blue blur, as I'm calling her, from the Air, Air Force. Force girl. She to was, be fair, we knew she looked strong as heck. But she's she's shorter, even shorter than Joyce, and she's I mean, a little bit stouter, so she is really like a sprinter. A, like, that's what that she type. looks like, sprinter or long jumper. And so that's where... Even though she's short. She came from like fourth or fifth back, uh-huh. it felt like, on that last stretch. She had the kick of the century. And poor Joyce sees her coming, and I mean, literally, it is a photo finish where yep. and I knew it as soon as the, like they crossed, and I was like, Joyce didn't get it. But you know what that tells me? Joyce gave it everything. everything the whole race. Because part of me, selfishly, doesn't like when somebody wins with a kick at the end. Because I'm thinking, you had all of that in you. Why did you wait till the end? I mean, yes, I want to... this exact reason. <laughs> but I want a little bit of a kick. But if you had that, couldn't you have run a faster race? Yeah. There's argument both ways. But I'm just saying, Joyce gave it literally everything she had. Real quick. Just tell when you say kick, because I'm I'm speaking for the layman here who doesn't okay. understand track. What does kick mean? To, just define it for us. Uh, you pick up your speed. So you like go faster, you sprint down the final. It's like stretch. You crank. You have a little bit of burst of energy or, or effort yes. that you try to kind of get to make a difference. Yes. There we go. I think that's that's the way I understood it, and I think that's gonna help people understand that better. So Joyce, we are very proud of you. Just, oh my gosh. Uh, but that's not the only event she competed that's, in. That's true. The 5,000 meter for her, just 90 minutes after getting the silver medal in the steeplechase. This bothered Kyle so much. He kept complaining. I mean. Why would they have the 5,000 meter right after the 3,000 meter steeplechase? Why would they not schedule this for the next day? Or at least at the very end. So you do one at the beginning of the day, one at the end of the to day. To be fair, most of the athletes did not compete in both. But I just, I think... I don't know. To me, it just bothers me. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go on and on about it because I went on and on about it. For Literally, for like two days. It was awful. I just, I felt so bad for Joyce. But she she gave her all there. She finished 13th with a time of 15 minutes, 54.11 seconds. The second fastest time in Auburn history. Only six seconds off of her own school record that she set at the SEC Championships. This, all of this together, earned her first team All-America honors for both events. So, not a gold, a silver, 
but she is an All-American, and we are very proud of her. So, very proud. And just to kind of, let's put this into perspective a little bit. Because, obviously, Kyle and I have been watching, or I've been holding Kyle hostage and making him watch the Olympic trials. So, for the Olympic time, you know, the Olympics set a time that you have to meet to get to the Olympics, not just be on the, you know, American team. But... To be in the Olympics for the 5,000 meter, you have to run a time of 15 minutes, 10.0 seconds. Mm. Joyce, her best time is only 38 seconds off of that, which when you think about it in terms of laps, is only a couple seconds off per lap. I think Joyce has a really good chance, to, if she continues to run the 5,000, to really do some great things with it moving forward in her career. Yeah, I was kind of interested to see if she would show up in the Olympic trials. She didn't, unfortunately, have a good enough time, but that's okay. That doesn't, you know. And I don't know that she would run for America. I would believe That's true. She might actually run for Kenya. So that that could be, obviously, we wouldn't see her at the U.S. Olympic trials if, you know, she was running for the other team. True. Okay, so moving on to back to the NCAAs. We'll quit talking about the Olympic trials. Um, We had Presley Weems, who competed in the 1500 meter. This is actually her first NCAA outdoor appearance, so that's exciting in and of itself just to qualify. So, And she finished 15th overall with a time of 4 minutes, 14.61 seconds, which is the fourth fastest time in Auburn history. And because of this, she earned second team All-American honors. And we forgot to mention, Joyce actually earned first team All-American honors for both of her events. Yeah, I, I think the thing with Presley, if, you know, I know they're two different events, or actually several different events that they're both in, comparing Joyce and Presley, but both distance events, related events. I would say if the stars Joyce Presley is the rising star uh, of the group of girls that we've had competing with us. And it's been nice to watch her trajectory now to her first appearance in NCAAs. Absolutely. Outdoor-wise. So just a little background. um, To to earn All-American honors. So first team All-American honors is if you place in the top eight of the event. Second team is ninth through 16th place. And then honorable mention is 17th through 24th place so pretty big deal to earn first team all-american honors also let's talk about ashley carter uh for the javelin she placed 14th with a throw of 53.04 meters i was about to say feet but meters i gotta remember the stupid metric system with this she got second team all-america honors for her so very happy with again another person that's kind of risen while there's been a star we'll call her yep in that type of field event But she has kind of hung right in there and said, hey, don't forget about me back here. I'm the other Carter. So, and it's actually really interesting. I was watching a a video with Kylie Carter actually talking about how she's been mentoring Ashley Carter. And I just think that is so cool that, I mean, obviously it would be the obvious choice that she would mentor the next up and coming javeliner. Javeliner? (laughs) Javelin thrower, maybe. Um, We made that way more complicated. We sure did, as most everything we do in life. Of course. But it is just kind of neat to actually hear that they have a great relationship and, you know, that she's really invested in helping Ashley. Would you say that she's Coach Carter? Ha, ha, ha. Those of you that understand that joke, go watch the movie, you'll understand. Hey, Auburn fans, I want to take a quick time out from this episode to bring your attention to something very special. Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs, especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club, 
over at patreon.com slash E2C network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C network booster, exclusive communications, and bonus content that is available nowhere else. If you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one, please head on over to patreon.com slash E2C network to join the E2C network booster club. You can also get there by going to our website, e2cnetwork.com slash support. Whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C Network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode. Let's move on. This time I get to talk about... I should have let you do Ashley so I could talk about my girl. But you can You've talk... got to talk about my girl, Joyce Camelli, so it. it's only fair. That's fine. Steal her for the last time. So buddy. let's talk a little bit about Kylie Carter because this is our last time with Kylie. Hmm. I know. We all want to cry a little bit. So, obviously, Kylie competed in the NCAAs for the javelin. She is the most decorated javelin thrower in Auburn history. This is her third career appearance at the NCAA championships. Probably would have been a fourth if it wasn't for the pandemic, but we're just, you know, it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) So, she finished 10th place in 2018, earning second team All-American honors. She earned first team All-American honors in 2019 with a second place finish. We'll talk about this year's in a little bit. But just a little more history on Kylie. So she's actually a walk-on to Auburn's track and field program. And I was reading the article that she, you know, was talking to the reporter about. And this is so cool to me. That she was a walk-on. She chose Auburn. She chose this event, you know. She actually has um, experience in some other events. But Javelin just became her love. Um, She set the school Javelin record as a freshman in 2016. And then repeatedly broke it every year following. So since 2016, we've seen Kylie just really rise up and rise above everything that she set. And just continue to outperform herself um her best throw as a freshman was 49.91 meters like we said which was the auburn record and then in 2021 she threw 60.69 meters was her best this season which was also the nation's second best throw so she actually gets to compete in the olympic trials like we were talking about um and this her overall season and career at Auburn she has won 20 javelin meets and she won four this season Mm. so Kylie is somebody that we really hope to see obviously progress and make the Olympic team in javelin I think she's got a really good opportunity especially if she throws that 60.69 which she threw this season if she can do that in Oregon she's got this she'll make the Olympic team but so at the NCAAs it wasn't her best meet unfortunately she did play sixth though earning first team all-american honors and she threw 55.0 meters so it just the wind wasn't on her side she didn't have her best day that's all right we've got the olympic trials which is a huge huge i mean honestly that's bigger to make it to the olympic trials than to be in the ncaa's let's be honest i mean yes in some sense of the word and i'm sure that she was disappointed with the way it turned out there because she's had just as high expectations as we've had so we're not you know, disappointed in that sense about Kylie because I did have high expectations for her in this meet, but her career is not over as a javelin thrower. Right. Obviously. So she's still going to be representing Auburn in another way. And when you think, I mean, I just, when I, when you think back that this girl 
you know, she had the gumption to walk onto this team. She knew she had it in her. And then to prove to the coach the first season, like, oh, hey, I can um, beat the Auburn record. Ha ha. And I'm a walk on. Like, she's killed it these last few years at Auburn. Just really proud of her. She, uh, yeah, she's going to be one that I, you know, we think of several names. Brenda Kaigan, now Joyce Camelli, Kylie Carter, that we're always going to associate probably with track and field from now on just because of how much they've impacted this this program. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Natasha Jordan in the heptathlon. Seven events for Natasha. She got 3,313 points overall. And I'll try to go through these very slowly and thoroughly so I don't mess them up. In the 100-meter hurdles, she got 14.16 seconds. The high jump, 1.69 meters. I'm not going to do the other conversions there because it's just going to mess me up. Shot put, 11.38 meters. 200-meter run, 25.27 seconds. The long jump, 5.68 meters. The javelin throw, 28.11 meters. On her first throw, on her second throw, she re-aggravated an injury, which unfortunately forced her to resign. So she wasn't able to finish the event, is what I'm, as I understand yep. this one. So she didn't finish javelin, and she actually did not get to compete at all in, in the 800 meter, meter, which is one of her really good events. Right. So very, di- very disappointing way this ended for her. Uh, but she was having a pretty decent uh, meet overall, yeah. and I think she would have probably you know, done some pretty good things. But she still gets honorable mention for her efforts as an All American. Yep. And. Uh, Obviously, you know, you never want to have it go down that way in your last meet of the season. But, you know, she did us proud with what she did. Super proud. If you make it to NCAAs, honestly, like I'm so proud of, you know, like Joyce making, you know, getting silver and all these people getting All-American. But if you make it to NCAAs, you have accomplished so much. Yep. So moving on to hammer throw, we had Maddie Malone. She finished 19th overall with her best mark of 63.96 meters, which earned her honorable mention All-American honors. Great representative for us. I think this is another one we might have thought would get gone a little bit higher, but still you're competing against the best in the entire country, not just the East Coast, not just the SEC. That's right. Best of the best. Best of the best. And it gets tough up there. Kate Antonucci for the javelin throw. We're just throwing things all over the place, especially javelins as Auburn Tigers. Uh, this is his third appearance in the NCAA championships. Broke the Auburn school record and got a PR and won a bronze <laughs> medal with a throw of 76.13 meters. 1-4. 1-4 meters. Wow. It literally says 1-4 and Kyle reads 1-3. I just read on what I wanted to say. <laughs> That's just 1.01 meter off. I almost had it. PR by almost nine feet. The school record by six feet, which broke Niles Fisher's record. And he got first team All-American honors. Tons of All-American first yeah. team, especially for Auburn. And he got that bronze medal. I know you're all about that bling. I was trying not to focus on it. But yes, we did. We got well, two, two medals at this point. And he got his PR. And, and the Auburn record. All of these wonderful things. Mm. Okay, so moving on to Eric Brown, he competed in the 800 meter, and in the prelims, he ran a PR of 1 minute 47.89 seconds and finished second in the third preliminary heat, but then he got another PR, finishing eighth overall in the finals with a second PR of 1 minute 46.76 seconds, which is also the fastest time for Auburn since 2005, earning him first team All-American honors and... We watched him last night compete in the Olympic trials in the 800 meter. A lot of Tigers representing all over the place. I I just, I cannot even imagine the, you know, even if you don't make it to the Olympics, like 
you made it to the Olympic trials. There are only a handful of people that honestly can say that per event. Mm -hmm. I just, watching Eric last night in the Olympic trials was just absolutely incredible. Representing Auburn, wearing his Auburn jersey, just really, really proud of that guy. He's had an amazing season and glad that he got to win or like leave it on a high note with an Auburn school record and two PRs within one weekend. All right, let's move on to Niles Fisher, the last of our javelin throwers. Uh, we placed 10th overall with a throw of 69.69 meters, which gets him on the second team All-American Honors. He kind of burst onto the scene this year, uh, so it's kind of a little bit of a surprise. I'm just happy he was there representing and did pretty well. Absolutely. Now, Malik Medivere placed in the 400-meter hurdles, so he finished second in his preliminary heat with a time of 49.79 seconds, which he's actually the first Auburn 400-meter hurdle finalist in 13 years. long time. So, obviously went on to the finals, finished fifth overall with a time of 49.2 seconds, which is the best finish by an Auburn athlete since 2008, and this earned him First team, All-American Honors. Another guy that kind of burst onto the scene as, as the season went on, and the fact that he got fifth. I mean, just two away from a podium spot. Yeah. That's really good. Yep. All right. We've got one last time saying this name this season. <laughs> I'm glad it's you. Alex Spyridonidis. Alex, if I've been mispronouncing it all season, I'm sorry, but Alex Spyridonidis. The decathlon, 10 events overall. Hold on to your, your seats here, folks. We're going to make it through all of them. Six PRs overall in these events, and an overall PR for his score of 7,665 points. He got a PR in the 100-meter dash with a time of 11.12 seconds, a PR in the high jump of 1.9 meters, PR in the shot put with a throw of 14.02 meters, PR in the javelin with 53.69 meters, a PR in the 1,500-meter run, 4 minutes, uh, 48.3 seconds, and a PR in the 400-meter run, 50.25 seconds. Can I just take a break from the PRs at this point? <laughs> Goodness gracious. I know. All right. I got a few more here. 110-meter hurdles. We got 14.99 seconds. The discus throw, 38.97 meters. The pole vault, 5.01 meters. And the long jump, 14.02 meters. Here in first team All America honors and PRs in six events, so that's you got more PRs than you get. Literally, than, you know, more than half of your events that you <laughs> literally and an overall PR. So he had a really, really good couple of days. So this was just like Jessica's favorite event, just because the amount of PRs that had to be said. literally. Like I've, I've said PR enough for the season. That's true. Point. That's true. Well, I think this was overall an incredible showing for Auburn from the NCAA's, and what a great way to end you know, the season for Auburn and end our season for 2021 track and field. So this is, this concludes our season until August when we have cross country back, unless there is something really exciting to report on. Yeah. So unless, you know, just like with all our shows, if something, you know, big happens, we might pop in during the off season, but this will be the last that you hear of us on a regular basis. Uh, the Olympics are going to be happening this summer, so whoop make whoop. sure you pay attention to all the different athletes that might be representing Auburn there. Yep. They're at least representing them in the qualifiers now, trying to get into the Olympics for That's the United right. States or the other countries, respectively, because there's several. You know, the Auburn family's wide and far. We're just all over the place. That's exactly right. I feel like I should make some, like, kumbaya. Like, okay. Na -na -na -na. Well, and with that, <laughs> War Eagle. War Eagle.
Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?